Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Tuesday, June 20th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button for auto downloads and make sure you leave a five-star review to help the show grow. All right, we have reached our final division and our tour around the NFL. One big question for each team in the NFL. Gone through the NFC, we're almost done with the AFC, and today the final division to go over in the AFC, the AFC North, a division that for a lot of years was one of the strongest in the NFL. The Steelers were perennial contenders. The Ravens were perennial contenders. The Bengals recently have been, and the Browns had a bit of a stretch there where you could just believe enough to think they would do something in the playoffs, and then of course they never did. So now you look at the division, and they're all kind of in different places. All are, you know, quarterback questions. Bengals, obviously best quarterback, but outside of that, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, unsure what's going on there at the quarterback which version they're going to get I think everyone would agree the Bengals are the favorite to win this division but after that you could see the Ravens bouncing back the Steelers showed signs at the end of last year and the Browns which we'll get into have an argument for in a not insane world at the end of the year maybe they have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and if you have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL you always have a chance. So let's look at each team in the division and go look at the one big question heading into next season. Let's start with the best team, which is, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals. And the main question there is, can the offensive line hold up? This is a team that has a ton of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Joe Burrow, pretty much in the top two of everyone's quarterback list. Their wide receiver core, uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. There are simply not many teams that can stack up with the Bengals at the top two receiver. So they have the they have what they need on offense to score. The question is, what about that offensive line? The offensive line is something that has really held this team back the past few years. You look, they were part of the reason Joe Burrow got hurt his rookie year. Twenty in 2021, they were 29th in the NFL in pass blocking. In 2022, they were 31st in the league in pass blocking in terms of sacks allowed and those things. So they they have been a major weakness for this team. Joe Burrow does a good job moving around the pocket but he is not the mobile quarterback most quarterbacks or, or the elite quarterbacks are in today's NFL he's at his best standing in the pocket operating from the pocket having time surveying the field and if he gets that time he's shown he is arguably the best passer in the NFL from the pocket Mahomes certainly ha- has a, a stake for that too so Joe Burrow if he has time in the pocket can be great can the offensive line hold up? This year, they've added a major addition at tackle, signing Orlando Brown from Kansas City. Not coming off one of his best years, allowed six sacks. He was 22nd in pass blocking, according to Pro Football Focus, but he should be an upgrade for him at tackle. The question is, on the other side, Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams, one of the worst tackles in the NFL last year. He allowed 10 sacks. Major issue for the Bengals on that side of the offensive line. So they do they do feel better about Orlando Brown coming in. You would think that he would have a bounce back year after a down year in Kansas City but Jonah Williams remains a big question if the offensive line can turn it around the Bengals are legitimate Super Bowl contenders they are probably without it but as we've talked about on this pod all last year all offseason three things matter in football the quarterback the defensive line and the offensive line they have a good defensive line they have a great quarterback 
the offensive line is probably the weakest unit of all the great teams that we can we consider in those top five. So how they turn this around is going to decide their season and whether they can finally break through and win that Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, the question, it revolves around the quarterback as it has the last few years. Are they going to sign Lamar Jackson? Is Lamar Jackson going to be trade? He requests a trade. They allow him to talk to other teams. Finally, he's back on a massive franchise quarterback deal. And the question for the Ravens is, which Lamar Jackson is going to show up? There is no question that Lamar Jackson, in the first two years, not excluding his rookie year, where he was just kind of the hybrid quarterback behind Joe Flacco, if you exclude that year, if you look at his first two years as a full-time starter, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. 62 passing touchdowns, 14 rushing touchdowns, only 15 interceptions, dynamic, moved the ball through the air, moved the ball on the ground. The Ravens won a ton of games. The Ravens looked like they had their guy. Year three and four, 33 passing touchdowns, so you know a little less than half of what he had the first two years. Five rushing touchdowns, major drop in that department, and 20 interceptions, so an up- uptick in his turnovers. As much as Lamar Jackson was great the first two years, he's now been a starter for four years, great for two of them, just it, and then been bad for just as long. 33 passing touchdowns to 20 receptions, that is not franchise quarterback production. Five rushing touchdowns, that is not the production of one of the best rushing quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, they've gone out and they've added talent. They added Odell Beckham Jr. They drafted Zay Jones to to add to that receiving court. So he does have more talent than he's had at receiver in a while, and he finally doesn't have the contract situation hanging over his head. But the bottom line is this. Lamar Jackson, for two years, has been bad. The last two years. The NFL's what-have-you-done-for-me-recently league. It's also a not-for-long league, as we saw with Lamar in year one and two. That did not continue in year three and four. He did not improve. If anything, he's regressed. The Ravens have now fully tied themselves to Lamar Jackson. Which one are they going to get? This year, the quarterback he is this year will be the quarterback he is the majority of his career. If he's great like he was in year one and year two, then once again, the Ravens can say they compete for this division. They can argue they have the best quarterback in the division. If he's bad, if he's the same guy he's been the last two years, that becomes the majority of his career. And the discussion around Lamar Jackson changes. Their, their commitment to him becomes a question mark. And after all the debate about whether they should sign him, whether he's undervalued, overvalued, this year will decide whether or not it was a good deal, a good idea for the Ravens to give Lamar Jackson the money that they did. All right, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is Kenny Pickett the answer? Similar question to Lamar Jackson, only without the huge financial commitment. Kenny Pickett, someone I liked a lot coming into the draft last year. You know, I'm a big quarterback win-loss guy for sure. And when you look at Kenny Pickett last year, 7-5 and five, uh, record, he had that comeback uh, victory over Baltimore in Week 17, or sorry, Week 16, 16-13. Uh, he had the game-winning drive at the end. He kept the Steelers' playoff hope, hopes alive. And he ended the year on a high note, 3-0, and three touchdowns, one interceptions. Overall, though, only seven touchdowns and nine interceptions last year. I thought as the year went on, as the numbers indicate, he looked more and more comfortable. I do think he's someone that can win from the pocket. He's definitely a mobile quarterback that can make plays when the plays break down. Good talent around him. Great coach in Mike Tomlin. Defense is always going to be good in Pittsburgh, or at least uh, you know above league average. So Kenny Pickett has the pieces there to be successful. This year, though, is probably going to dictate if they stick with him in year three. They drafted him high, but they didn't draft him high enough where he's can, where he's guaranteed that third year. So of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, especially the young ones, Kenny Pickett to me has the biggest 
upside in terms of an ability to win next year, but also kind of has the most to play for. A lot of these young quarterbacks, they're not on their final chance. Jordan Love is going to get a second year, as his contract indicates. All the rookies that just got drafted clearly are going to get more than one year. Kenny Pickett, other than maybe Mac Jones, is the one with the most to gain and the most to lose. If he can lock down this job, he'll be the starting quarterback for one of the best franchises in the NFL with tons of talent around him. If he blows it, the Steelers aren't going to wait around. They're not a team that is going to go two, three, four years without being in the playoffs, without being serious playoff uh, Super Bowl contenders. They'll move on from Kenny Pickett, and there will be quarterbacks that are interested in going to Pittsburgh. So the biggest question for the Steelers is, is Kenny Pickett the answer? I think this year we'll get that answer. I believe the answer is yes, but that's the biggest question coming out of Pittsburgh. The Cleveland Browns, it's hard not to focus on the quarterback for these teams, but with this team, it's impossible not to because the biggest question for the Browns is how big of a mistake was Deshaun Watson? You look at the draft capital they gave up. You look at the massive contract they've given him, and you look at the PR hit they hit, they, that, that they took for trading for him. They got no results back for that last year. He's obviously suspended the majority of the year. He comes back, seven touchdowns, five interceptions in his first six games, has just two touchdowns in his first four games. After that, turned it around a little bit. He had three touchdowns touchdowns in one game, five touchdowns overall in the final two games, started to show some signs of being the quarterback he was before. And I'll be honest, you know, he was probably always going to struggle last year. He'd been off for a year and a half. It takes time to get adjusted. Those excuses are now over. The The Browns did not trade for Deshaun Watson so that they could win four years from now. They wanted to win right away. When you give up that draft capital, when you give up that contract, you expect about as immediate results as you can in the NFL. Obviously, last year was going to be tough, but this year we'll find out how big of a mistake was it. And frankly, can Deshaun Watson be the same player he was before? Clearly, he's not the victim in this situation of everything that he's gone on with, but he is. But it's very hard to miss time in the NFL and come back and be that same person. He has dealt with something that, look, he you know, allegedly brought upon himself, but ultimately he dealt with something that caused him to miss a ton of time. The bullseye is now on him. Will he ever be able to be that same quarterback? Will he be able to, over, to, to return to the player he was before? That's a major question in Cleveland. If he does... Then the Browns can be uh, can be can be a competitive team. If you have a great quarterback, you can be a great team in the NFL. But in this division with Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, potentially Kenny Pickett, you're going to need great quarterback play. And the Browns are going to find out this year: is he the answer? And how big of a mistake was this? And how many years is it potentially going to set back the team? This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. And I'll talk to you guys next time.